love. The word everyone wants to hear. We love our families, or at least we love to hate them. We love certain food or activities or holiday destinations. We generally love to be loved and to show love. Love brings a certain togetherness with the people or things that we love. And it is as we draw close to understanding the source of love that we come to see why this compulsion to love is embedded in every woman, man and child. Join me as we spend time looking at what love's got to do with it. Love begins in God and is defined by the perfect relationship evident in the Trinity. It is this love that saw God create mankind. And relationship and love runs in our DNA. Being made in God's image defines us as beings built for relationship and made to receive and give love. Things at first were good. The opening chapters of the Bible paint a beautiful scene of mankind in relationship with creation that God had made, with perfect relationship between Adam and Eve, and perfect relationship between man and God. Then one day, all that changed. In Genesis 3 verse 8 we read, Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Everything was different. The relationship mankind was created for suddenly became one of fear. The reason? Sin. Evil had crept into this perfect world. Mankind rebelled. God's creation turned on itself. Evident in Adam blaming Eve and Eve blaming the serpent. Where there is love and unity we now see distrust. Fear, self-preservation had entered through one act of selfish rebellion. It does not take long to see how things spiral once a foundation of relationship and love is broken. First we see the relationship between God and man severed as that freedom to come before God is now no longer possible. And they are sent away from that good garden where they met with God. After that, it does not take long before we see selfish pride and jealousy morph into anger, rage, hatred and eventually murder as Cain kills his brother Abel. The world from there becomes a scary, sinful, selfish place, very distant from the one who created it all. But still, God had not forgotten his creation that he loved. He would not give up on it that quickly even though he had every right to just have ended it there and then. But sin grows in mankind's hearts to such a degree that God reaches a point of saying, enough, it must end. And we see the most heartbreaking narrative in Genesis 6 verse 5 to 7. God sees man's sin, that all that the heart wanted was evil, and he regretted that he made humans. And he makes a choice to wipe away the creation that he made. This is the picture of a world without love. But, verse 8 says, Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. One person. One still had glowing in him the embers of what God had created, a desire to be in relationship. And as long as there was one, even one, God would not end it all. God saves Noah and his family. But the root of the problem still had to be solved. God, however, had a plan. 
A big plan, a plan that would cost him dearly, but a plan carried out in love that would one day see mankind given the opportunity to come back into that perfect relationship. What's love got to do with it? God's love endures. Mankind drifted, rebelled, and sinned, yet God's love endured. This is true for you today. No matter how far you drift, no matter how rebellious you may have been, God's love for you endures to this very day. In the middle of the muddle in your heart, know that God's love for you is eternal. Let us pray. Lord, forgive me for those moments I rebel. Thank you that through all your love endures. May that enduring love be one that burns in my heart as I live for you. Amen.